Straight up. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Show me the money! I need to feel you, Jerry! Show me the money! Jerry, you better yell! Show me the money! We like, like the juice. Juice, yeah. Yeah. juice is good. Very good. So good. It is Super Bowl week, and it's also cashing out. It is one of the best weeks for sports betting for the year. I'm Scotty Vegas with Moneyline Mark, and we're going to do a lot today. We're going to build our Super Bowl parlay. We're going to look back on last week because we built one. We're going to analyze it, make sure that we're going to lock it in and see if that's exactly what we want to do for the weekend. We're going to make our official Super Bowl picks. And Mark, first off, You've been on fire with the NBA. I want to hear all about it because you're the one who told me, take the Cavs, bet the money on the Cavs in the East, and you're looking like a genius. What's going on with the Cavs? Well, they've been on fire. And and keep in mind, you know, when that came out, uh, Mobley and Garland were just coming back from injuries. And they were, they still won, I think it was seven out of eight. So I, I sensed them getting hot. And the key has been Donovan Mitchell. He has been on fire. I've been taking him almost every night on a, a points, rebounds, assists line, and he's, he hits probably nine out of ten times. So he, he's just been on fire hitting, so it's been great. You know, it's funny, It's funny, Mark, because on, on our show on Sunday, we talk about bet what you know rather than trying to chase things that you don't know. And you know Cavs yeah. basketball, and I know Ohio State basketball, and I know with Ohio State basketball – when Ohio State has a big lead, you bet the other way. If Ohio State's favored in the game, you take the points. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's exactly the advice that I would give is, you know, Cavs basketball, you watch it every single game, you follow it, you bet the games every night. Uh, for me, it's Ohio State hoops. But yeah, I mean, you have been dominating with the with the NBA. And uh, I know you, you've had success with the Cavs, but uh, what about NBA in general? What's What's been the latest for you? Uh, I had a couple nice parlays in the last couple of days. Just it, it really, I pick one superstar per game. I don't do a ton of SG uh, same game parlays unless it is the Cavs. To your point, unless because I don't watch enough of these other teams, but I just pick a superstar and I look at the spread and I just pick uh, points, rebounds, assists for that guy, and then I, I stack them with multiple stars and just find games I like. So I'll have like a four or five leg parlay, points, rebounds, assists. Sometimes I'll use threes or something else and then, you know, hope it hits. And usually they come in around 10 to one um, odds on hitting. And you hit a couple of those a week. It makes up for all your losses that you have. That's for sure. So I'm looking back at texts that you've sent me. And one of the texts was hop on the Cavs now for the one seed in the East. And uh, you got a little screenshot. So this bet was placed January 31st. And it was 25 bucks, just a nice little taste to win over two grand. It's 80 to one. And the Cavs are on such a run that they have moved up to the two seed. Now talk to me about trying to uh, get, cause obviously you need them to be the one seed to do it. And it looks like there's still about five games behind the Celtics, but you're still pretty confident that they can catch them. I think they can, I, you know, if you watch the Celtics, they're a little streaky. Sometimes they don't look that great. Um, you know, I've seen Tatum miss a game-winning layup. I, I've seen just a bunch of things that are kind of weird that have happened. 
you know, maybe there's an injury because they haven't been hit with injuries either. And Porzingis is known to get hurt. So I, I think that there's there's a chance that Boston falls off a little bit. And let's not forget the Cavs play Boston a handful of times too. So they could really make up ground by beating them in those head to head matchups. Cavs have won 14 of 15. Brilliant bet. I love it. Just the fact that you have that at 80 to one is pretty ridiculous. All right, let's talk uh, NFL. It is Super Bowl week. Our buddy Anthony is actually out in Vegas. I texted him to see how it's going, and he's got all kinds of stories already. He's been there 24 hours, and he's got a lot of stories. So we will get to those next week on the pod, so I can't wait for that. Uh, But let's look back at our parlay that we built last week. It's a player prop parlay, and here's what it was. It was a 6-1 to And you got it in already. 14 to 1 were the odds. And it's Christian McCaffrey to score a touchdown. It's Debo Samuel, 50. And we have this as alternate rushing plus receiving yards. So Debo occasionally does get a couple carries. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco, alternate rushing and receiving at 75. George Kittle at 50 receiving yards. Mahomes at 25 rushing yards. And Travis Kelsey at 70 receiving yards. I love all six. I really do. Uh, is there any in those six that you kind of feel a little nervous about going into the Super Bowl? Well, you know, Kittle screwed us the week prior, so or two weeks prior, I should say. Uh, so he makes me a little nervous. Now, he's, he's been great, and he's had a nice, nice playoffs with the exception of last game. But, I mean, just because he screwed us, I have some personal animosity over him <laughs> yep. costing us on our last parlay. So I would say that one makes me the most nervous. You know what's funny, though, Mark, is I kind of go the other way when situations like that happen where it's like, okay, well, he had been trending to do this almost every game, and then he has a game where he doesn't, and then everybody kind of jumps off, right? Like everybody looks at the last game or the last two games, and he didn't do it. He only got, I think, two catches for maybe 26, 27 yards. And so everybody kind of jumps off that prop. And then that almost feels like the time that I like to jump on. You know, everybody's, uh, oh, what have you done for me lately type better. Yeah. But I'm, I, you know, I just feel like it's, it's the opposite way where, oh, well, now there's value because he's consistently done it over the last six weeks, has one off week. That's when you pounce. Yeah. And they barely lowered his expectations for this week. So. You know, it's probably a good bet to take, to your point, because I think you will have a bounce back. And you're on the Chiefs to win. You're sticking with that pick. Yep. Okay, so here's the thing for me. I was was 51% 49ers, 49% Chiefs, and I still feel that way. I I feel like it is an absolute coin flip game. And so I really, you know, as far as, as bets go, it's funny because I have Super Bowl futures bets on the 49ers actually it was tied back in October. I made a bet with the, with Michigan winning the national championship and, and the 49ers winning the Super Bowl. And it was like a $60 bet to win like 2,200. So I have that Love in play. So Mark, but because I think this is such a 50, 50 game, this week I've been trying to grab as much chiefs as I can. And so I did a little <laughs> golf bet this last week where I took uh, Wyndham Clark got help from from Mother Nature, and I took Wyndham Clark yep. with the Chiefs at plus seven and a half. And so now my ultimate scenario is hitting the middle, where the 49ers win and the Chiefs plus the points. But I, like, I feel like an idiot betting against Mahomes. I really, I, you know, I just feel like, 
you know, we I've done it multiple times this postseason and have been burned both times. Yeah, he's it's hard to bet against them, especially, you know, and they didn't look great during the season, especially towards the end of the season. The team was not, you know, hitting on all cylinders by any stretch. And then all of a sudden they get in the playoffs and they look the exact same as they have when they won the previous uh, Super Bowl. So I'm with you, man. It's, it's tough to bet against them. And I also cheapen the game by betting on both sides and hedging against myself. <laughs> um, in fact, there's, there's a great part or a great uh, uh, bonus bet. For McCaffrey MVP, I jumped all over at plus 475. Oh, wow. Yeah, see, I love that too. I really believe if, if the 49ers win, that I, I think McCaffrey has to score probably two touchdowns. And so I think that he's got to be uh, – and I know Brock Purdy. I know that most of the times the quarterback wins the award. Uh, in fact, 32 quarterbacks have been Super Bowl MVP. Running backs have only been MVP eight times. So it, it's rare that you get a running back. And you haven't had a running back recently. Um, so, But I, I just feel like if the 49ers are going to win, it's going to ma- mainly be because of McCaffrey. And I think that value makes sense. All right, let's look uh, a little bit deeper into this. Are you a guy who likes to play random props? Because there's so many ridiculous props out there. There's Taylor Swift props. There's what the court, what the uh, MVP is going to say after the game, who they're going to thank first. There's what color Gatorade is going on the coach. There's all kinds. There, Mark, there's even how many burger patties will be on Andy Reid's celebration burger after the game. And there's so many stupid things out there. Do you bet on any of these or do you completely stay away? Uh, sometimes, you know, just, just random ones out of boredom. Like I, I love the, uh, a couple years ago we did the, uh, uh, will the kickoff be a touchback or not? And my friend accidentally put in the bet like three times. So we bet three <laughs> times as much. So everybody was nervous. <laughs> initially at the kickoff and it did go our way. So then we were excited, but you know, I like doing some of those kind of things. I've done the Gatorade one and lost, uh, I think Oh, for two on the Gatorade color. Um, but those are the only ones I've done so far. How about you? Have you ever done like the over under on the national anthem and, uh, you know, which songs are going to come up in the halftime show? Because it's funny. Cause I've done, I've been out at Hollywood casino for maybe eight to 10 of these Super Bowl watch parties and now that you have the legalized sports betting last year, so many people had their phones out and were literally timing how long this national anthem was. And I thought it was the funniest damn thing. I'm like, how, like, how would you put your own money on somebody singing in their length of the national anthem? But people did it. That's great. You know, uh, was it Chris Stapleton that did it last year? Yep. Or did. So I, I knew who he was from, hearing a song or two and I knew he sang extremely slow. So I took, uh, what I took the, uh, uh, under on him in terms of, uh, how long it would be. And I, and we won that one. Oh, nice. I knew he, he, he takes so long, but that's the only time I've ever bet on that. So I guess it's Reba this year. And uh, there's been scouting reports. There's also, you can bet on if she's going to forget a word of the national anthem. And I don't think Reba is going to be intimidated and and forget a word, but uh, I do, I do like to dabble. These are the ones that I like to do like $5 on, right? I'm not usually uh, willing to throw 
25 or 50 or 100 on any of these stupid ones. But it's fun just to have a little action and then, you know, basically watch the na- national anthem and 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 kind of time it. So I, I typically stay away because, Mark, there's a funny story from a few years ago, and I thought I had a little insider information because they asked uh, – Mike Golick asked – at the time, it was Steph Curry and the Panthers were in the Super Bowl. And there was a prop bet out there on what Steph Curry would wear to the game. Would it be like a jersey? Would it be a, like a hoodie? What he would wear? And Golick asked him. He's like, hey, there's prop bets out there. I want to know what you're wearing. And so he said what he was wearing. And then he did not wear that. And I went like 100 or 200 bucks at the time. And I was pissed off. Oh, <laughs> That's brutal. Yeah. So that was, that's why I mostly stay away from the big money on those bets. All right. Let's, let's go ahead and make our official score prediction. So we'll get an over under, we'll get a winner, and then we'll get an MVP for the Super Bowl. Let's start out with you. What do you got? All right. So for the game, I'm going to take the Chiefs 27, uh, and I'm going to give the 49ers 24, a close game. Uh, what was what was the other part? MVP. Yeah, MVP. So you so twenty seven twenty four. You've got a total of fifty one. So you got it going over the forty seven and a half as well. Okay, so over fifty one, and then I'm going to take Mahomes for MVP. Okay, so you yeah that that makes sense. If if the Chiefs win, you got to feel like it's ninety five percent. Patrick Mahomes gets the MVP. So I'm with you on that. I am still going to lean 49ers. I don't feel comfortable with this pick at all. Um, but I'm going to say that it's going to be a little bit lower scoring. I think it's going to be 24-20 49ers, and I think it'll probably be like a late touchdown. And I think the key in this, I'm interested in betting, Mark, the uh, not only just the under, but I'm also interested in betting if a team gets down early that team on the live line because both of these teams have proven that they can come back. Like the 49ers have done it in both their playoff games. We know how good Mahomes is late and especially in second halves. So I am almost thinking I might wait a little bit on taking a side until I watch the first quarter or two and then betting the team that's behind, (laughs) I mean, and getting the points. No, I like that strategy. You know, and, and if, if you're picking that way, you almost want to consider a defensive player for MVP for a huge payout. Yeah, and I looked at Nick Bosa. <laughs> I mean, he's 80 to 1. It's worth to me like maybe a $20 bet on Bosa because if you think it's going to be a low-scoring defensive game, you know, a couple sacks, one big play, I mean, the guy to do it would be Bosa, right? Absolutely. Yeah, at 80 at, at 80 to 1, I like it. So it's worth it's worth a little sprinkle. All right, so you're on Chiefs. I'm on 49ers. You're on the over. I'm on the under. You're on Mahomes. I am on, well, my official MVP pick is going to be McCaffrey, and I know you have McCaffrey MVP money out there, uh, but my official pick will be McCaffrey, but I will sprinkle some on Bosa. All right, we will see who is right because we're on the opposite side in every single way. Um, but I can't wait to watch it on Sunday. And the next week, we'll be back on Cashing Out, and we'll get all those stories from AR. He always has good ones. This is Cashing Out. 